The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Sup, sup, sup. It's your boy, and I'm stateside, coming at you live, coming at, coming at you live, li- live, 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 right now in Nashua, New Hampshire. Ch- no, no, it's a rough idea. They're going to knock on every house in Nashua. You're listening live, li- 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 live, with Jack Fox and Sea Dog. I should get a stage name, not Sea Dog. What would you say if you were a radio presenter, like I clearly am? What would your radio presenter name be? See, I'm not creative, though. I don't know. I don't know. Would it be what your email address is? No, and don't say what my email address. I'll try not to dox you again. I think last time. Or would it be something Oscar related? Yes, probably. Probably Oscar related. Oh, or auntie related. Uh, that's too sweet. You're too sweet to be one of those <laughs> shithead radio presenters. Uh, coming at you live, li- 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 live from uh, Christina's Kitchen in your new place. You haven't done any of the AKA, though. You have to You have to do the AKA. We jumped right in. <coughs> Jump right in. Jump right into the radio. AKA young radio presenter. <coughs> AKA young bandwidth. Um, AKA Mr. Stateside. Um, AKA been here a week already. A.K.A. got cramped in my leg last night, but it's okay because I've drank a lot of water today. A.K.A. almost dropped a bug at the Nike outlets, but didn't because the shop closed before I could. A.K.A. Oscar's best friend, your fucking boy, Jack Fox. It's time for another episode of Tide and Spite. Now, we'll race through the A.K.A.s, but that's fine. You were going to skip them all together accidentally, though. We skipped the intro. We, we did skip the intro, and uh, that's because I'm tired, and thanks for tuning in. It's and tired. Oh, shit, see. <laughs> uh, also, wish, wish, I don't know if it's made abundantly clear <clears throat> already, but we are sharing a microphone. The fact that I've even brought a microphone over to America to record this, the greatest podcast in the world that is tired inspired in the first place. I feel like you say that every time when we've shared a microphone every time that we've done a podcast when you have been over here. So Yeah, and it's still fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so uh the f- the 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 time stop reading my notes. Uh the t- the time I saw your glance. <laughs> the um coming over here was a bit of a normally because you've had times when you came over to England where there've been like bad flights or you've missed a connection or whatever. Yes, and like a terrible turbulence, and not missed a connecting flight, but missed a train. Yeah, right. And you had you had to run and to catch things on time and stuff. Unfortunately, touch wood. Every time before this time I've been over, it's been fairly smooth. But this time was a fucking nightmare. So for those that aren't clued up and aren't caught up, uh, I flew in on Wednesday night, and Tuesday I'd been in Manchester to see Paramore, who were very good. It's not what we're here for. We're here for jokes um and yeah don't fly ever british airways made bad english sentence don't ever fly with (laughs) brit 
don't ever fly on British Airways flight because they're absolute steaming pile of garbage. Thank you, Sea Dog, for clearing that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't ever fly with British Airways because the hot garbage on a warm day. Um, delayed. Another thing is airlines and airplane businesses don't give a fuck. Like in England, I was saying this to you before. In England, if if your train is like twenty minutes late, they'll give you a refund. But my plane was two and a half hours late, and they were just like soz. because you can't you can't do shit. Right, and not only that, but sometimes even if you actually miss, obviously you're here, so you didn't miss yours, but um, sometimes if you miss a flight, they still, oops, wow, sorry. I am here, and I am here in your heart. <laughs> um, but I caught, the, I caught a flight from Manchester to London, and then I was flying London to Boston. Sorry to give your address away again. Oh, my God. Um but the flight from Manchester to London took, I, I listened to three songs on the plane and we were there. Should have got a train, but whatever. Uh, also, the, the flight, the plane that they take from Manchester to London is called an Airbus. How about not calling something that flies in the air a bus? A bus should be saved for things that are on four wheels and smell of cigarettes and old ladies. <laughs> This is a um, uh, indicator of how much I travel and how little you travel. Have you not heard Airbus before? That's like a really common thing. No, I've heard of Airbus before. But I've never taken it before because I'm not like lower class scum. <laughs> exactly. Right? No, it's because our country is fucking tiny and you can get there by driving or usually by trains. But it just doesn't fill you with confidence when you wait for two and a half hours and it's being delayed and you're bored a bus, like don't don't get on. You know, you know what I mean. Don't call a plane a bus. It's a plane. Also, because we were two and a half hours late, the kind of, the 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 team on the bus on the Airbus kind of skipped over like some of the things that they normally do. So when we were literally driving to take driving to take off, driving on the bus to take off, <laughs> some of the air what they call cabin crew were still closing the overhead bins and stuff which is obviously something that you normally do so fucking bags on and stuff and that to me proves that all the shit you normally sit through on a plane the this the thing where they show you all the exits and how to put a life jacket on and stuff proves to me that that's all bullshit and furthermore proves to me that i think george bush did 9-11 now christina would you care to win you need to Cut the 9-11 jokes, especially when you're in this country. You need to cut the 9-11 jokes. But this also goes back to the fact that I'm too pedantic for a podcast because you're just telling jokes. But also, there's got to be, be different levels of what, like, safety measures for the different levels of planes. And um you don't trust planes which we have talked about on a previous episode but the thing is the people who run the planes and like fly them and like do all these requirements know how to fly them so that it's safe so you should chill but i'm too fanatic for podcast no sure i get i understand that they know how to fly your planes and also what they know is for a goddamn fact that like george bush did 911 now what i'm saying is jet fuel can't melt <laughs> this is this podcast going to get flagged so quickly out of the country 
Another thing that I noticed was I was sitting next to who I presume was uh, two gentlemen who were in a relationship. If not, then they were very close cousins. But I, 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 in that case, I do hope that they were in a relationship. But I think that, that doesn't matter. I couldn't, she couldn't just said it was just two gentlemen enjoying a flight from Manchester to London on a fucking Airbus. What I did also realise, as well as the fact that the safety warnings and stuff before a flight is all hornswoggle, the quickest way for me to know that you, not you, but the royal you, like this gentleman sitting next to me, are a sex offender, is by having a phone case that flips over and closes with a magnet. You're going to get a lot of hate for that. I'm going to get a lot of hate from people over 40 who also squint when they look at their phones and are sex offenders. No, no. I could remind you of someone that you know that has one of those. Is it me, ma'am? Yes, it's your mom. Nonce, exactly. <laughs> Further proof. No, she's not. I, I don't know. I don't know what she gets up to in her spare time. Not with her 24-7. All right. No, but she's, you know, falls into one of those categories. She's well over 40. She also, as if she knows what a fucking podcast is. I know she was on a podcast, but I had to explain to her that it's not going to be live streamed. I did want, that's one that I did want to talk about because the podcast that she was on, she was so cute and you could like, you could see how like put together she would have been. She probably like got ready for the podcast and she was probably like sitting up straight with her arms folded in her lap and it's like, no, Jan, be yourself. Yeah, it was, it was a bit annoying because normally she's a, gobby little bitch when she's off mic and then she got on the mic and she was all timid and very cute and I was like loosen up a little bit but I think she did think it was like a broadcast like it was going to be and I was like no it's fine um I'm going to burp and feel it I should have got a water as well see but that's this is when it's it pays to share a microphone because when you burp you just give me the microphone I have some more oh you don't like this never mind <laughs> Also, my burp just went into the microphone. I'm going to pass you back now after quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by definitely not British Airways. Would you like to fly on not a bus? Would you like to definitely meet your connection in time? Then you want to try flying with not British Airways. All right, while I've got you here, it's a little while off, uh, but we're looking at May. I've got a canny, busy May. Uh, Saturday the 6th, the Chili Pinos are in Jesmond. Uh, then on the 10th of May, I'm headlining Red Raw again. Then on the 11th of May, Hiveminder at Bobbix in Newcastle. Then the 12th and 13th of May, I'm back at the stand in Newcastle. Might as well fucking move to Newcastle. If you want to come see a show, then all the tickets are at the usual places where tickets are normally sold. AKA the link in my Instagram bio. Come see your show. Okay, love you. Bye. So just to clarify, because you never introduced me, because we just blew through the inf- intro, we blew through the AKAs. This is Christina, by the way, in case anybody doesn't know. AKA C Dog coming at you li- 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 live from. All right, okay. Yeah, and people know who you are, man. I, I think I even said in the last episode that it's with. Uh, going to be the next one's going to be with Christina. I know, but sometimes plans change. There was one that, like, uh, either when I was over there or when you were over here last, 
that we were going to do one with the two of us, and then you ended up doing one yourself because I had too much work or something. So you never, that never, never, never. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, yeah. In case you were wondering, this is Christina, not my other American girlfriend <laughs> that I have, that I have cross town. Um, one thing, uh, uh, still on the on the traveling subject, Christina. Um, one thing I didn't, I haven't told you, and I've been specifically saving for the podcast. This is a true story. Um, I think people who are listening to this will know, and you, Christina, will know more than anybody else. I am a man of certain size. Uh, height and width, let's say, and uh, sometimes that causes precarious situations, uh, especially on a plane with small seats, and obviously you have to take weight restrictions into whatever, so um, I didn't tell you this because it was a whole thing, but when I was queuing in, um, would have been Manchester, to check my bag, my suitcase, the gentleman behind the counter was very nice. And I put my bag on the thing, and everything weighed fine, and I went through, and he asked me, how much do I weigh? Now, I don't know. Um, I know, like I say, I'm a man of a certain size, and I'm not, I mean, I am ashamed of it, but that's a whole other, that's a whole other subject, but I'm not, I'm not hiding it, though, you know, it's obvious, you know. And he said, he, he was very nice about it, but he was very honest, and he said, from looking at you, there might be some sort of weight restriction on the plane. Now, I got a bit worried at this point because I want to come over, I want to see you, want to hang out in America. Um, and he actually called over his assistant. It was really annoying, actually, because the assistant was also checking everybody in the queue. And I was like, just open up another... That's a, that's a side point. Another reason why I don't fly British Airways is because they take the fucking piss. And the, there's people... They were helping people in the queue, but everybody's complaints in the queue is we were queuing for ages. Like, stop helping people and just get behind the thing and check us in. Whatever. And they had a conversation. I couldn't really hear what they were saying in the conversation, but then they were talking about, this, you know, I'm going to be sitting. The, the seat I was on as well was like a, I was on the end row, um, but there was only two. Like normally it goes like three, four in the middle, and then three depends on the plane. But this one, the one on British Airways, I was right at the back, and there was only two seats, and it was something to do with where I was sitting on the plane with the structure. And they, just, they kept like looking at it. I mean, I, mean, I feel a bit insecure. Um. And this, you know, and it was all true. And eventually, um, I was like, I, look, I mean, I am who I am. Surely I can't be the biggest person to ever get on a flight. And this is, I've been to America before. Um, and they said, actually, sir, it's, the problem isn't actually your weight and your stomach and stuff. It's actually to do with, with your back and your shoulders. I was like, what? I'm, I was getting confused at this point. And they said, well, from our point of view, looking in, it just looks like you are... Carrying the entire Northeast comedy scene on your shoulders. I fucking knew it. <laughs> yes. I fucking knew it. You gave it away. You, you fucking did not know I it. Your leg was shaking. Did. Your leg was shaking, and you were chewing the inside of your gum, and that's how I know that you didn't know. No, it. I did, and you know why? It's because you said about twenty times, "This is a true story." Well, I, I know because it's normally just jokes, but that was a true story that happened. They said, "Sir, you are clearly carrying the future of Northeast comedy on your back," and I was like, "Oh, guys, I know." Look, the thing is, I'm trying to leave it in England because I'm trying to go away and have a holiday. I fucking knew. But sometimes, and then they, they were like. 
you obviously the scan my bag or something when it went through and they saw the interface that I've got here on this this good here SM58 and thought, this guy going to still podcast while he's on holiday. He can't stop himself. And I thought, guys, look, I know I'm carrying the future of Northeast comedy on my back, but it just is what it is. Does God take a day off? No, I don't want to say that I'm God, but do you ever see God taking a day off? I fucking knew it. <laughs> Just jokes, isn't it? Just jokes. Nah, man. No one's fucking denying me in a play, man. I'm Jack Fox, man. Um, <laughs> one last thing about planes. I also don't want to be the hack comedian that just goes on about planes forever. Um, yeah, exactly. You didn't hear me. What's the deal with airline food? Jerry Seinfeld is guest, ladies and gentlemen. How about that? Um, the, the, this is the first time I have... This is a true story. The first time I've witnessed this on a plane was the curtain closing between first class. So disrespectful. <laughs> because a curtain can be very easily moved. <laughs> And it's such a like, nah, fuck it. You can't even see what's in here. Like, we're going to close it. Nothing. You, do, do you guys get that on domestic flights? Yeah. Um. It also depends on the airline and the, the actual plane, too. But yeah, there's sometimes a curtain, yeah. Wouldn't see that in an Airbus. It's, no, it was an Airbus. <laughs> but anyway. No, my, well, not from London to Boston. It wasn't an Airbus. Oh, oh, oh. No, I thought, okay, never mind. But, um... I think that it's actually worse when there's the curtain up when first class is just the front of the plane. Like, there's not actually really anything different. Yeah. Like, you, you walk on and they say, okay, your seat's over there, and you got to walk through first class. Then once everybody's sat, they just close it tightly. Like, you know what I mean? It's so disrespectful. But... It would be different. Well, it wouldn't be different. But if there was, like, the, you know, those really fancy ones i forget what the airline is but there's the really really fancy ones where it's almost like a little room and you have like you know all the fancy stuff then it would be at least different to have it like sectioned off because it's literally a different like they have different service up there but when first class is just the front few rows of the plane and it's the same seats it's the same everything it's like okay you paid extra for nothing A bit extra for the curtain. In fairness, though, that would be really cold-blooded to be like... I'd like to be on the other side of the... I'd like to be the person closing the curtains really slowly, just staring at all the scum in economy class. Um, So we've been here a week, and um, I'm not going to get into the details, but we've been... Not we've been looking at open houses, but as your family, for your brother and your sister-in-law. And uh, this is my first experience of an open house, which you say is fairly commonplace in the US of A. Yeah, well, any house that's for sale, if you look at the listing, it says this is when the open house is. It's almost every single house, I think. Do you want to explain what an open house is to my lovely audience back in the small British Isles? <laughs> uh, it's it's just when the house is made ready to for prospective buyers to come in and walk around the house. But instead of like a specific viewing time where it's just like a personal tour, anyone can just come in and just like check it out. It's just like people walking through your house. I just thought it was a bit... uh... It's because they get more offers because then more people will come because it's just an open time. You don't have to bring your realtor. You don't have to like set it, like work out the schedule with both realtor. Like you just go 
And then they end up getting more offers on the house after an open house. Like, tons more offers. I suppose it makes sense. Like, I was saying to you, like, um, the time my family moved um, from a flat to a house house in Shields. We did, we just go view houses in England. And uh, that time I went with my mom to view this house that we moved into as a family years ago. Pre-podcast, if there was such a time. Um, yeah, I went into what would be my bedroom and there was just kid from the other family just in there playing playstation and i was like hey and he was like all right and i was like all right it's very awkward that is also a huge difference they like there's certain things you have to do to clean out the house like anything dangerous medications anything like that has to be out and the family has to be out like that's a huge like I don't know why you would still have the people in the house when you go to view the house because then how can the family who or whoever who is looking to buy the house picture themselves in the home when the current owners are in the home? It doesn't make that. Then you're literally just walking into someone else's house. It doesn't make sense. Just trying to unfrank the situation and just everybody shh, hide in the cupboard. You, you got to cut the bad, like. You call it unfrank bad? That was you. That was, I believe that this was is you. exactly what I was talking about. You got to cut these risky jokes. Yeah, swing and a miss. Um, so I was trying to do your family a favor, <laughs> which is something that you got. See, see, look, I think outside the box, right? I'm a man coming into this open house with fresh eyes. You guys have been to many open houses, I assume. Yeah. I'm coming with fresh. This is a new experience for me. So I break off from the DeSalvo family. And I'm walking behind another family who are there. And they're looking at the house and they're enjoying it. And I'm thinking, oh, this is troublous because your brother and sister-in-law might like this house. Might want to put an offer on this house. So I hide under the stairs. That's not, that's not true. I don't hide under the stairs. <laughs> and Jason born it and just hide it. And Frank it and just hide under the stairs. All right, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. So I just walk. I turn around with my back to the family now and just give a little... Ooh! I'd be like, "Did you guys hear that? It's haunted. It's tactics. <laughs> tactics. Walking up to families that maybe's like looking at like the brickwork, and then being like, just knock on the wall and be like, "Nah, some water damage. I give that a year and just walk away and just let them question what they've looked at. That's 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 my rule. That's Jose Mourinho tactics. That's what that is. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's a football manager guy. Oh, um, Oscar didn't like when you just knocked on the counter there. He thought someone was at the door. Oh, sorry, Mike. He's, he's fine. He's gone back to sleep. <laughs> but if you're ever in an open house, if you're in any sort of situation where you think somebody might outbid you or outdo you, just convince them it's haunted. That's my tip for the week. And my family did appreciate the tip. Everyone liked that. Everyone thought it was cool. See, it was worth me coming over, after all. Good. Well, that was funnier in my head <laughs> and funnier at the open house. They haven't got the house, like. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You win some, you lose some. I will be there to haunt the next open house should they need me. I will offer my services at a reduced rate. <laughs> Just having that as a, as a business. I will come and fake haunt open houses that you want to buy. <laughs> The fake, the fake haunting in Bow, New Hampshire. He said you weren't going to get 
I'm just not giving de- it's just a place and it's a place and a place. That's like saying I was once in the metro centre. <laughs> not like that at all. Um <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh anything else you'd like to add, Sea Dog? No, I need a better uh radio name. Uh Dickface. No, I uh, no. <laughs> No, well, I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to? You were you going to say something? What were you going to say? No, I was I was trying to think. I'm not creative. You're the creative one. I was trying to think of a name, but all I've got is auntie stuff. Mosquito. You don't need a radio. I don't have a radio. You know, it's just talking shit. Yeah, it's my st- stage exactly. persona. I, that's what I said initially was that I need a stage name. I don't have a stage name because I'm never on stage. <laughs> there you go. That's beyond an end all. Um, we're going to try and squeeze another one in if we can before I leave the Americas. Um, that should be okay, right? We should be able to do another one. All right then. Well, uh, while I'm still over here, don't break anything in England while I'm gone. And I'll be back soon to do shows. I've got loads of shows in May. And I'll tell you about them in due time. I'm going to sneeze. So I'm going to pass you back to Sea Dog. <laughs> All right. If anyone has a good uh, podcast stage name for me, let me know. But yeah, we'll do another one next week. And then you are very busy in May. I am very busy in May. Everybody's very busy in May. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, don't fly British Airways. And tell your dog I love them yeah yeah sounds good Oscar already knows cool Oscar's alright okay thanks love you bye That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. It's gonna be May.